0: Welcome to HR Trends. I'm your host, Claire Morin, and today we are discussing benefits education with year-round communication. We have with us two leading experts in the field. We have Chris Bernadine, who's the current Chief Enrollment Officer of Meridio, a benefits communications software and enrollment company, specializing in working with associations, insurance agencies, consultants as well as carriers. Chris oversees the operations and enrollment of the organization and has over 30 years of dedicated experience in benefits communication and employee benefits, having worked with organizations such as Aon. So welcome, Chris.
1: Thank you for the introduction and I look forward to our discussion today.
0: We also have Rob Quell, the Vice President, Broker and Special Market Development for Colonial Life. His team works with Colonial Life's largest and most complex clients to evaluate the strategic use of benefits to achieve their business objectives. So welcome, Rob.
2: Hi, Claire. Yeah, thanks for having me today.
0: So Rob, let's start with you. Could you begin by just giving us a sense of this connection between how well an organization is educating employees on its benefits to... Overall employee satisfaction and retention levels. So, right now it's June 2021 and we are seeing sort of uh, increased numbers of employees looking for new jobs. Retention is a real issue for employers. What is that correlation with benefits education?
2: Yeah, Claire, no, I pr- appreciate that question. And it, it's a topic we spend a lot of time talking about because as you think about the current economic environment, You know, you read articles every single day around just the very, very large unemployment rates, and yet employers are struggling to attract and retain employees to support their business. And, and, you know, candidly, uh, in the insurance industry, maybe a little bit selfishly, but also more broadly, we think about uh, financial protection products and insurance products as a massive lever. To help resolve that challenge that a lot of employers are facing and you know you can tie it to really using you know your benefits offering as an employer to your employees as a strategic asset to overcome some of those challenges so you think about you know Surveys from from you know third-party consulting firms like EastBridge that talk about you know why do employers offer benefits in the first place, and it's because employees are interested. It's because uh, you know really the work site today remains the primary and and you know you could argue almost even the only mechanism to distribute financial protection products to employees. Um, but but employers are using it as a tool to attract and retain talent and save money within their company. You know, those tools only and those strategic objectives only become true if your employees understand your benefits package, they participate in it, so they purchase those products and engage in that benefit package, and then they use it. And that becomes even increasingly more important, particularly in the recruitment and retention space because there was was a really cool study done by Governing Institute magazine a few years ago that talked about the most important reasons why an employee chooses to work for a company and the most important reasons why they choose to stay. And the top three for recruitment are competitive salaries, competitive benefits, and work-life balance. The top three for retention, benefits actually jumps to number one. The number one reason why an employee Stays with an employer is because of a competitive benefits package. Number two becomes work-life balance, and salary drops all the way down to number six uh, on the list of top ten reasons why it, why an employee chooses to stay with an employer. So really, having a a very very strong benefits offering and a well understood benefits offering that people engage in is ultimately how you're going to get those strategic objectives, and that all comes down to communication. You know there are. Tons of studies out there, whether it's with large brokerage organizations or consulting firms that talk about the fact that you can have an extremely robust benefits package, but, but it actually performs Less successfully than a poor benefit package that's really well communicated and engaged in by that workforce, and so that that all hinges on how do you educate people, how how do you inform them of what's out there, and make sure that they're using it, and that that kind of ties a lot, I think, to our our, our theme today.
0: Totally, and and Chris, I would love to hear you then respond to what Rob just said and your thoughts on this.
1: Sure, I certainly agree with a lot of what Rob just said. In fact, everything that Rob just said there. You know, there's some other stats that that I'll talk about a little bit. There was a global PR firm that just said the cost of poor communication today has hit over $37 billion across the world. So you look at lack of communication. Rob mentioned the Watson-Wyatt study that was done that a company today with very rich benefits but poorly communicated – has higher turnover than a company with less rich benefits but better communicated. Um, and the cost of turnover today. I mean, the companies we look at today, there was another study about 600 businesses across the United States. 63% of them said, while recruiting an employee was very important, retaining employees is more important to them today than actually the recruiting process. So while it's a job seekers market today, even though you see turnover high today, um, a job seekers market where people are leaving, you know, people today, they said on an average one third of employees today are actually looking, whether it's casually or formally, for a new job. And companies that have very robust communication programs have seen a drastic reduction in the turnover of employees today.
0: It's brilliant to to have you both talking about this. And we are going to get into some tactical best practices around how to communicate. Um, But before that, I, I wonder if we can also talk about another trend, which is this year round approach to benefits communication and even enrollment. So traditionally, of course, it's been very much centered around the fourth quarter. But maybe that was starting to change, and perhaps the pandemic accelerated that change. And frankly, to an employee, I mean, it's always relevant, right? <laughs> if you have the need that comes up, your benefits become extremely irrelevant. i oh, sorry, relevant. Um, Chris, I wonder if you could speak to that, uh, and, and then Rob.
1: Sure. You know, as Rob mentioned, A, communication or employee understanding is one of the top real reasons why people stay within an organization today. And what we start to see and what a lot of statistics have shown is fourth quarter enrollments was where a typical enrollment of benefits happens today. You know, people spend more time these days looking at purchasing a car or looking at something else than they do spending on benefits. So to help with the process, a year round communication is really the right method. You know, we work with a lot of clients across the country, and when we look at them, is developing a strategy for a year-round communication truly helps all, all aspects of the business, as well as for HR departments that when fourth quarter comes, those that are in the enrollment or benefit industry, everything is tried to push into a few week of an enrollment session. So we work with some clients today, and we get, I'll give you a few tips. What we talk about when year-round communication happens is it really needs to be, as we mentioned, a year-round communication. But it needs to be simple. It needs to be short. It needs to be concise messages. Um, and we have a certain client and several clients are starting to see to adopt this year-round strategy Where during the year, they develop a strategy for the whole year. And this one client that we work with actually divides it into quarters. And during the quarter, the first quarter of each year is all about their wealth. So it's about the individual. They have a a section that comes out every month. And the communication is all about their wealth. Kicking off the new year. Are you prepared? Are you taken care of? Do you have the right benefits? Is your family taken care of? If something was to happen to you. Are you able to take care of that in the wealth section? And then they go into the second quarter and they talk about, you know, whether it's your wellness program, whether it's how, you know, what your health is like for you. Um, Are you engaged in taking care of yourself and what you do there? Then the third quarter goes into their lifestyle. You know, two quarters are done. It's the second half of the year. You know, the year's half over. What are you doing the second half of the year? in your lifestyle to make sure that you achieve those goals throughout the year. And then typically the fourth quarter is about their benefits. But as you go through the quarters of the year, it allows you to talk about the different types of benefits. So if you're talking about wealth, as an example, in quarter one, is it, do you have proper life insurance? Do you have proper savings or have you taken advantage of your FSA or, you know, with a new plan, with a high deductible, if you were to go and have a serious illness and went into the hospital, do you have the money to cover your $6,000 out of pocket or $10,000 out of pocket? And then when you talk about your health, are you doing your wellness assessment? Are you doing your, you know, taking care of yourself and are you going through those to make sure that your health is in good standards? And then of course your lifestyles, a lot of companies today offer many perks, Um, And while it's great that you see more companies offering discounted gym memberships or discount on your cell phone or, you know, a lot of the carriers that you work with have tools that you can use throughout the year. And, And one of the suggestions I give is tap into that, whatever your providers are or your broker that you actually ask them, what's available? What can I use? Um, Because a lot of companies have portals and things like that today that you can use. Um, And of course, when it comes to benefits at the end of the year, um, making sure that they're educated and they're prepared for making that decision. I mean, a lot of us have changes throughout the year. I have two boys and, you know, what benefits do I need? What's important to me, Um, you know, throughout the year? And rather than trying to make a decision all year on my benefits in a eight to 12 minute you know, online presentation. I want to be better educated.
0: It's just such a smart idea. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. Rob, do you have any thoughts to add to that?
2: Yeah, no, I, I think Chris hit on a couple points really well around, you know, it, it, all of our lives are extremely dynamic. And if there's one thing that the last 18 months and, and you know, the kind of global pandemic has highlighted is that uh, none of our lives are stagnant. People are always getting married, divorced, having children, having death of, of family members and loved ones. And every single time one of those major events happen within your life, you, you do need to take a quick second and reevaluate your benefits package, your financial plan and, and and kind of think about how you want to adjust. And actually, you know from an insurance carrier perspective, we design all of our products to allow people to make changes if and when those times occur but but you know insurance benefits are also an interesting thing in the fact that some of them are very time bound and time sensitive so chris mentioned like fsa programs or even when you go through life event changes there are usually periods or windows of time that you have to make those adjustments or to use some of those benefits or, you, or or you miss out on an opportunity you know you take wellness programs for example like a lot of insurance benefits today include 50 or 100 dollar wellness payments just simply for going to get a physical which is usually covered 100% by a medical plan because it's considered you know, a proactive measure to stay healthy but if you don't do that in that calendar year you miss out on that that 100 dollar you know kind of incentive to to go take care of yourselves or think about you know having you know having a, a a new child into your family um, if you don't enroll them in your medical plan, typically within the first 30 to 45 days, they become ineligible for coverage until later in the year. And obviously, we all know with with rising costs of healthcare and everything else, you know that can have a major, major strain on, on a family if they're not thinking about things throughout the course of the year. And then take like HSAs and FSAs. There's a use it or lose it element to money that you put into those programs. And We've actually seen and I have folks on my team who have even expressed frustration before to say, hey, I forgot I even engaged in that program. And now I've got, you know, a thousand dollars sitting out there that I've got two weeks to try to use or that money just disappears and goes away. And gosh, I wish I would have been thinking about that throughout the course of the year. And it just highlights and emphasizes Chris's point around, you know, ma- making sure people are, are, are thinking about things as as life just happens. And as we uh, as we all continue to grow. So.
0: It's so true, and I know Chris actually has more incredible tips. And they, I, I, I'll be honest, I heard them both on a show and webinar at the end of May, which was fantastic. Uh, we're gonna link to it in our show description. <laughs> There's also an article that that really expands on Chris's best practices that he was sharing. There's a quarterly approach, but also keep it simple is it is like your mantra isn't it chris <laughs> right mm-hmm. um, maybe briefly you could just touch on that but we will be linking to the to the webinar
1: sure well, you know a lot of with our clients today we use six short tips or six ideas that they can use when it, as we discuss this today one is employees need education year round it's not just benefits in the fourth quarter you need to engage and communicate to your employees all year not just Hey, it's benefit time, it's now. So you need to engage or educate your employees all year, which is number one. Number two, it's small, consistent communication is the best way. You know, during open enrollment, a lot of companies send out this big benefit guide, this big benefit book, and there's, it's overwhelming, the amount of information that you're giving. To send short tips, short tools, and, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but short, simple, consistent message. And again, when we create content for clients today, it needs to be every employee is different. So you need to look at how you're communicating. You know, it's not that you want to put it into very uh, insurance jargon. I think I used this on the InsureM webinar that somebody today, if you ask them if they're interested in a critical illness policy, they would probably say no. However, if you educated to them that, would you be interested in a program that provides you money to help cover your co-pays and deductibles if you become seriously ill? And the program costs a few dollars a week. That short, simple message is a certainly a, a good way to educate and communicate because it actually helps the employee. Um, we also talk about number three in here. Not every employee learns the same way. Whether it's a lot of people now send by email. well. Email would be great for a company that everybody's in front of email. We work with contractors, construction companies, home health care agencies, and different organizations throughout the country that they're not in front of a computer. If you're on a construction site and you're or a contractor, chances are you're not reading your email, or at the end of the day, you're not going home to read email. So a text message to them using their mobile phone, their smartphone, and we call them ringless voicemail drops, where you can actually send a voicemail to every employee, those short ways of communicating is a better way to go across it. Not only is it email, is it text, but it's short newsletters, Um, it's videos. We do a lot in videos these days because a short video under 60 seconds is a great way to communicate a message. I read a statistic the other day that says the average individual spends eight seconds looking at something and then makes a decision whether they're going to look at it any longer. So it needs to be a catchy, short um, message that goes across. So we also look at the, the, the next is everything should be in one location. So we see today you have benefits in one section. You might have your cell phones in another. You may have. Um, Your health insurance in another location, there needs to be one site for all of your material when it comes to your benefits package. And benefits package is not just health insurance anymore. It's health insurance, it's disability insurance, it's gym memberships, it's um, your wellness programs, it's everything. If you have one portal, one site to draw everybody to, it makes it simple and easy. Um, Number four, and I know I got a little long winded in here, is people forget what they have throughout the year. I mean, educating them once a year on it, people forget. I mean, I know I forget a lot of things throughout the year, but continuing to have that message come across, whether somebody logs into an intranet site in the morning, have the banners come across. Um, also, it also eliminates common mistakes. People make mistakes because they forget. Uh, and then the last and the most probably important, it keeps the employees engaged all year. I mean, there are a lot of statistics out today that shows that, better engaged employees really impacts the workforce. You get more productivity. You have higher um, profits as an organization. For an employee, if they're engaged, retention increases, turnover reduces. So there are a lot of keys or those six that really help that you should take a, Take a few minutes to go through them and see what you can do. I know I I said this on the webinar as well, and I'll say it again today. You don't have to put all six into play in one spot. We hope that through a conversation like this, that you take one idea, one aspect of it, and put it into place and then start to build on it from there. It shouldn't be, oh, no, I now have to add something new to what I'm doing every day because an HR benefits professional is busy. But the amount of time and the cost for retaining employees and recruiting employees by putting some of these simple keys in force will really help drive, and you'll find out that it'll be better off for you as well.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for coming on the show and having this conversation and and everyone in the audience, good luck. I mean, this now is the time. (laughs) Everyone needs those benefits. And if you have questions for us, please do get in touch. Um, And Chris, Rob, thank you both so much. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.